Curly Conspiracies is a part of Dark Cast Network. Hi everyone, this is Curly Conspiracies. I'm Holly Lowerman and I will be your host this week. Here with me is Brooke Sasser. Hi everyone. Leading up to Halloween, I created TikToks briefly talking about the most popular cryptid in each state. You can find them under the handle Curly Conspiracy. While doing this, I learned about a lot of cryptids I had never heard of before. On the other hand, I also realized that we have talked about several of them on our podcast as well. Skinwalkers, Blinkman, Kongamato, Mermaids of Papua New Guinea, Billy Whack Monster, The Black Shuck, Black Eyed Children, Fresno Nightcrawlers, Scape or Swamp Lizard Man, Ozark Howler, Mothman, and we even talked about Bigfoot briefly in one of our Patreon episodes. However, we haven't done one of the most famous ones yet, the Jersey Devil. It is considered one of the oldest and one of the most important pieces of New Jersey folklore, but is that all it is? Or has a dark and mysterious creature been roaming the New Jersey marsh areas for almost 300 years? So let's put on our tinfoil hats and learn about this devil of a mystery. Legend has it that it all started in the Pine Barrens of New Jersey. This region of New Jersey was sandy, acidic, and poor in nutrients, which meant the early European settlers had difficulty growing their crops in the Pine Barrens. It was a remote location dense with white cedar, oak, and pitch pine trees, and it extends across the southern part of New Jersey. In these Pine Barrens, there was a town and a small community called Leeds Point. This place was named after the Leeds family. Daniel Leeds was a surveyor general of West Jersey and he immigrated from England and claimed the small town. His family sailed to America soon after in the beginning of the 18th century. In 1735, Mrs. Leeds was pregnant with her 13th child, but this was not a happy occurrence for her. She was distraught. You see, the family was very poor. They already had 12 children to feed. Supposedly, Mr. Leeds was a drunkard and did not provide enough for the family to live on. Mrs. Leeds, reaching her point of exasperation, cried out, Let it be the devil! Months later, not even remembering stating these words, she went into labor. At this moment, a nasty thunderstorm rolled in. The wind roared and the candlelight flickered. The midwives and Mrs. Leeds were in one room and the rest of the family was in the other. Despite the crazy storm, Mrs. Leeds delivered a healthy baby boy. According to WeirdNJ.com's article about the Jersey Devil, quote, Within minutes, however, Mother Leeds' unholy wish of months before began to come to fruition. The baby started to change and metamorphosed right before her very eyes. Within moments, it transformed from a beautiful newborn baby into a hideous creature unlike anything the world had ever seen. 
The wailing infant began growing at an incredible rate. It sprouted horns from the top of its head and talon-like claws tore through the tips of its fingers. Leathery bat-like wings unfurled from its back and hair and feathers sprouted all over the child's body. Its eyes began glowing bright red as they grew larger in the monster's gnarled and snarling face. The creature savagely attacked its own mother, killing her, then turned its attention to the rest of the horrified onlookers who witnessed its tempestuous transformation. It flew at them, clawing and biting, voicing unearthly shrieks the entire time. It tore the midwives limb from limb, maiming some and killing others. The monster then knocked down the door to the next door room where its own father and siblings cowered in fear and attacked them all, killing as many as it could. Those who survived to tell the tale then watched in horror as the rotten beast sprinted up the chimney and flew up it destroying it on the way and leaving a pile of rubble in its wake. The creature then made good its escape into the darkness and desolation of the Pine Barrens where it has lived ever since. And to add on to this, some have said that Mrs. Leeds dabbled in witchcraft and unknowingly put a curse on her son when she said, quote, let it be the devil, unquote, just months earlier. I don't know what I was expecting from the origin story of the Jersey Devil, but it was not that. (laughs) That's insane to think that this mother birthed this creature, this devil, that killed her along with majority of her family. I don't know. I just was not expecting that. That's insane. Is there any proof or evidence that this for sure happened? Yeah, and for all of it to happen, all because Mrs. Leeds said, let it be the devil, is pretty insane. But as far as evidence goes, there's not really a ton of evidence for this story. It's a story that everyone knows and has been told from generation to generation with a lot of the same details. Now, the Leeds family was a real family, and she did have a lot of kids, There is a real place called Leeds Point as well, but the child turning into the Jersey Devil, there really isn't a lot of evidence for that part. There are a couple of other versions of the origin of the Jersey Devil. For example, one story is about one girl from the Leeds family falling in love with a British soldier during the Revolutionary War, and the town cursed the girl for treason, and she later gave birth to the Jersey Devil. Other variations include other ways that the family was cursed and then the beast was born. But the most popular version of the story and the one that's told the most was the one I told you earlier. Throughout all of these variations of stories, the appearance of the Jersey Devil was the same. This cryptid is described as having the body of a kangaroo with bat-like wings on its back, a face of a horse, two horns on its head, two hoofs on its back legs, claws on its shorter arms, and a forked tail. I want to go ahead and show you a picture of this creature, and I want you to tell me what you think of it. Also, you can find these pictures on our website, Facebook page, and Instagram. 
This is such an odd mix of animal parts. It looks like something one of my students would draw, which I'm pretty sure we said that before, but still stands for this too. <laughs> and the Jersey Devil stands on its hind legs and it has these really weird hooves. And it's almost like how you would picture a dragon with the wings, but the head is super bizarre and it has this long tail that's kind of pointy that looks like a, a devil tail, kind of. I don't know. It's. It's definitely a weird creature. Yes, I completely agree. When I first saw this cryptid, I was honestly just baffled. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> what I was expecting when I was hearing the word devil. After this commercial break, we will look into the sightings of the beast throughout the past three centuries. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes in insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Now back to the show. The Jersey Devil had been spotted sporadically throughout the past three centuries. After the birth of the legend and the creature, an omen was spread throughout the Pine Barrens region. Cattle would be found mutilated, crops had stopped growing, droughts had ensued, and cows stopped producing milk. The locals in the area would hear wails emanating from the dark forests at night, and those that were unfortunate enough saw the horrifying creature for themselves. The Jersey Devil was even blamed for blowing off the tops of trees and making streams boil. One of the first well-known sightings of the Jersey Devil was by Joseph Bonaparte, who is actually the brother of Napoleon Bonaparte. After his brother's downfall, Joseph Bonaparte came to America and lived on a large estate in Bordentown, New Jersey. While he was there, he was game hunting in the woods nearby when he saw strange tracks in the snow. They were hoof prints, but it looked like the animal only had two feet and one foot was slightly larger than the other. He wanted to figure out what was making the bizarre tracks, so he followed them. But the tracks seemed to end abruptly. At that moment, he heard a bizarre hissing noise behind him. Once he turned around, he became face to face with the monster. He just froze and stared at the creature before it hissed again and flew away. Joseph described the encounter to his friends, and his friends told Joseph about the legend and that he had just witnessed the Jersey Devil. A journal from 1887 even mentions the Leeds Devil sightings near Burlington County in the Pine Barrens regions. Quote, whenever he went near it, it would give a most unearthly yell that frightened the dogs. It whipped at every dog on the place. 
That thing is not a bird nor an animal, but it is the Leeds devil. There is no mistake about it. I never saw the horrible critter myself, but I can remember well when it was roaming around in Evesham Woods 50 years ago, and when it was hunted by men and dogs and shot at by the best marksmen there, were all in South Jersey, but could not be killed. There isn't a family in Burlington or any of the adjoining counties that does not know of the Leeds Devil, and it was the bugaboo to frighten children with when I was a boy, unquote. There was a dramatic spike in sightings in 1909. Over 1,000 people allegedly saw the Jersey Devil between January 16th to the 23rd. At the beginning of the week, newspapers reported that there were strange tracks found in the snow near the Delaware Valley area, just an hour away from the Pine Barrens region. They put two and two together and believed that it had to be by the Jersey Devil. Later on that week, newspapers reported that citizens in Gloucester County were frightened, and so much so that they shut down schools for a while. Men were finding decomposed carcasses of unknown animals claiming it was the Jersey Devil. Locals at the Camden Trolley stated that they were terrorized all week by a kangaroo with wings. People stayed in their houses and refused to go to work because they were scared that the Jersey Devil was going to chase after them. Bloodhounds did not even want to follow the trail of the unidentified animal, and Camden police claimed that they actually shot the creature, but it didn't even affect it. I feel like there's a lot of events taking place in just a little over a week, and it escalated so quickly. It went from these weird, mysterious tracks to all of a sudden they're closing schools and people not going to work because the Jersey Devil is going to come and attack them, which is insane. Yeah, and I still can't get over the fact that there were over 1,000 reported sightings. That's a lot of people seeing a flying devil kangaroo. And so the people look to the scientific community to explain the sightings of this strange creature. The Smithsonian wondered at first if it was a new species of animal that was yet to be discovered or a prehistoric animal that survived the mass extinctions. But when looking at animals from the past, there were none that resembled what the sightings had described. They weren't able to come up with a conclusion as to what everyone was seeing. The Philadelphia Zoo even put out a $10,000 reward for anyone that could catch the animal. And now get this. There was someone at the Arch Museum that claimed they caught the beast alive. The museum even made an exhibit and charged people 10 cents to see it. Here is what the poster for the exhibit stated, quote, Ninth and Arch Museum, caught, and here, alive, the Leeds Devil, captured Friday after terrific struggle. Exhibited exclusively here at 1000 a week. The fearful, frightful, ferocious monster that has been terrifying two states. Swims, flies, gallops, exhibited and securely chained in a massive steel cage. A living dragon more fearsome than the fabled monsters of mythology, unquote. I mean, that has to be a hoax, right? I mean, did anybody go to the museum and see this creature? They did. And people paid the 10 cents, went into the exhibit, 
and they saw a kangaroo that was painted in green stripes and they attached wings to its back and called it the Jersey Devil. Oh, that's for the poor kangaroo. (laughs) I know, right? And then you can also imagine the people that paid the 10 cents to see it probably wanted their money back. And I can almost guarantee it was (laughs) (laughs) non-refundable. And later on in 1925, the Jersey Devil allegedly was shot by a farmer in Greenwich and took a picture of the cryptid. He showed the picture to at least 100 others, and none of them could identify what animal it was, but they did state it closely resembled the Jersey Devil. Unfortunately, this picture has been lost, so we can't see it today. Of course it has. I know, how convenient. And of those sightings I did mention, there are thousands more that have some type of encounter with the Jersey Devil, and reports of a bizarre winged creature are still coming in present day. The question remains, though, was everyone actually seeing the Leeds Devil, or was it something else entirely? Some believe that when it was all said and done, that the creature everyone was frightened of was a sandhill crane. Sandhill cranes can stand up to about four feet tall. They're thin with a long head, they have long legs, and they have massive wings. Some say that when this bird spreads its wings, it can look similar to a bat. It also has a very loud scream like the Jersey Devil is supposed to have. So I'm going to show you a picture of a Sandhill crane brook, and I want you to tell me if you think it looks like the Jersey Devil description. And again, I will also post a side-by-side photo on the website, curlyconspiracies.com, so you can all see it too. I guess I can kind of see it with the wings and the the torso, but I don't really understand how people saw the horse's head or the hooves on the feet. The feet and the head, I feel like, are just too different. I don't know. Same here. The Sandhill Crane only also has two legs, where the Jersey Devil also has those front legs, and the Sandhill Crane doesn't have a tail. And people have problems with this theory, too, because there's been sightings of the Jersey Devil for centuries now, and their descriptions are all eerily similar. But the Sandhill Crane is missing some key features, and it also does not explain the killing of livestock or the strange footprints or anything like that. And actually, while looking at this picture again, it kind of reminds me of the bat that you talked about in the Kangamato episode. The hammerhead bat. It really does. And it's funny that you mentioned that because in some of the sources, it lists that bat as a theory. And honestly, it does make a lot of sense The hammerhead bat does have a head like a kangaroo, and it does have large bat-sized wings. The problem is they are only found in Africa. And now maybe there was a chance that somehow someone brought one over from Africa and it was in a zoo or there were a couple left in America a few centuries ago, but it wouldn't really explain the sightings nowadays. Before we continue on to the other theories, let's take a quick commercial break. 
If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now back to the show. There is also a theory that the origin story of the Jersey Devil all leads back to Benjamin Franklin. Daniel Leeds came over as a Quaker, but he was pretty unconventional. He published the American Almanac, which contained astrological data and other information that had too many pagan symbols and names for the Quaker community's liking. He began drifting away from the religion and converted to the Anglican Church. He also published the text called Temple of Wisdom. In this text, he discussed devils, sorcery, mysticism, and things of the occult. With all of this, the Quakers turned against Daniel Leeds and called him evil. This is how Daniel Leeds earned the name Satan's Harbinger. When Daniel Leeds retired, his son Titan Leeds took the reins of the almanac business, but... It was in direct competition with Benjamin Franklin. And Franklin knew of the Leeds family and their reputation. It did not help that the Leeds family were also loyalists during the American Revolution, while we all know Benjamin Franklin was not. So Franklin publicly ridiculed Titan and his family, writing about them, even stating that Titan was a ghost haunting Benjamin, even though Titan was still alive at the time. Now, all of that is true. The theory comes into play on whether or not this actually leads to the true origin of the legend, and is that all the Jersey Devil is, a legend. According to the grunge.com, quote, people talk, people spread rumors, and somewhere along the line, Satan's harbinger was folklorized into the father of a literal demon. By the 1840s, monster stories were linked to the much-hated Leeds family of yore, and the damage was done, unquote. On top of all this, the Leeds family changed their crest to have three demonic-looking monsters on it with wings and horns, which didn't help their case. That's really interesting that they changed their family crest to have demons on it. <laughs> But is, so is this where the appearance of the Jersey Devil kind of came from? That's what some people think, because when they look at this family crest, it does have some similarities between the crest and the Jersey Devil itself. And especially because this all happened around the same time the rumors of the Leeds Devil began. However, there are some problems with this theory. 
Again, this would not explain how there are over two centuries worth of sightings of the Jersey Devil and even some instances of the Jersey Devil's footprints that many people believe this cryptid just can't only be from folklore. Another theory, as some of you have probably already saw coming, is mass hysteria. We've talked about this before, but people who are affected by mass hysteria have an extreme fear of something exaggerated or non-existent. It is a rapid spread of panic and fear throughout a community that is usually under a lot of stress at the time. People believe this is especially the case for the incidents that happened in 1909 where the newspaper published the article about the mysterious hoofprints. This, along with the rumors about the Leeds Devil that had already been around for decades, both of these made the people completely terrified, and that thought stayed in their mind. So when citizens saw something slightly out of the ordinary, instead of thinking carefully, they chalked it up to be the Jersey Devil. One thing to consider with this theory is that the mysterious footprints were real, and no one was able to figure out where they came from. Also, police admitted to shooting at something resembling the Jersey Devil during that same week in 1909 as well. Even so, usually with cases of mass hysteria, it is only for one period of time, not sporadically for almost 300 years. Lastly, there is the idea that the Jersey Devil is real and that the Pine Barrens region is the perfect place for it to live. The Pine Barrens Reserve has been known to be one of the most haunted forests in the United States of America. It is a rural area with former mining and mill settlements. It is also filled with ghost towns. Some believe if a cryptid devil-like creature could hide anywhere, it would be there. People have also suggested that the devil's or demon's true form could be a blend between a human and a gargoyle, which looks a lot like the Jersey Devil. If the Jersey Devil really is the devil or a demon-like creature, they have been associated with cloven hooves for centuries, and from the reports of sightings, the Jersey Devil has those too. It would also make sense why people have been reporting that they have seen the beast for over centuries because both the devil and demons are beings that have a much longer lifespan and can come and go as they please. It is difficult to look past almost 300 years worth of people seeing this being, shooting at it, taking pictures of it, and having close encounters with it for it not to be real. Other people believe, though, if this really is a demon or devil, why would it just fly around and kill livestock? On top of this, the Jersey Devil has not hurt or killed a person except for the origin story, just other animals, so what would its purpose be? Since 1735, there have been reports of a horrifying creature roaming around the Pine Barrens region in southern New Jersey. Is it really a mythical beast terrorizing the land and anyone who dares enter its territory? Or could it be mass hysteria, a smear campaign by Benjamin Franklin that spread into folklore? or a present-day animal like the sandhill crane or hammerhead bat. Or maybe it really is a cryptid hybrid animal of sorts that is yet to be officially discovered. What do you think, Brooke? 
I really have never heard a lot about this case or the Jersey Devil before today, but I'm really shocked at the amount of evidence, especially from about a century ago. I mean, to shut down schools over a possible Jersey Devil roaming out there is insane to me. And I do feel like there's a cryptid creature out there that's not the sandhill crane or another type of creature that we know of that could be doing some serious damage and scaring lots of people. I feel like with the vast amount of sightings, it seems very plausible that this cryptid could be true. Now, on the other hand, I'm a little skeptical about the origin story. I feel like the leads birthing a demonic baby that now haunts the area centuries later is a little far stretched and who knows could just be a rumor or could be made up by none other than Benjamin Franklin. So I don't really know how the creature came to be or where it came from, but I do think the Jersey Devil is real and is out there. What do you think? Like you said before, I really didn't know a lot about the Jersey Devil. And cryptids have always been so much fun to learn about, especially the stories of people's sightings of the cryptid and creature and looking at animals present day to see how they compare and try to really almost justify what they saw. But this cryptid has such a random mix of animal parts that I know everyone says it's a terrifying creature, but just looking at the drawing, it almost looks like goofy to me. But (laughs) I could see how actually being out in the woods in the dark and then seeing this beast I would be scared out of my mind. (laughs) Looking into the theories, I can kind of see how the sand hill crane is similar in the body of the animal, kind of like how Brooke said earlier. But the head is probably the part that I just can't look past. Every single sighting of the Jersey Devil, they say it looks like a horse or a kangaroo where the head is wider. So I just have a difficult time believing every single sighting is a sandhill crane. Now, if the hammerhead bat was in the United States, I would fully believe that theory because I had never heard about this animal even existing until researching the Kangamato episode, and it very much looks like the Jersey Devil. But for it to only be in Africa, I just doubt that it would be in the United States. I just, I don't think that theory is as credible. Like you, I don't think the Mrs. Leeds origin story of the Jersey Devil is as convincing, especially with really no evidence. I do think that part might have been folklore starting from Benjamin Franklin while he was trying to publicly humiliate the Leeds family. As far as the Jersey Devil being real, at first I was immediately like, no way this animal could be real. But there are so many people that have had so many sightings of this creature that I don't know if it is alive now, but maybe there was an actual animal that we didn't know about alive in the United States that everyone was seeing that was the Jersey Devil at one point. So what do you all think? Like it was mentioned earlier, the Pine Barrens Reserve has been known to be one of the most haunted forests in the United States of America. With it being filled with ghost towns and with the Jersey Devil himself, people will warn you, do not go into those woods alone. 
Thank you guys for tuning in today and diving into this mystery with us. Go check out our website if you want to see our sources, pictures, and other information from this episode at curlyconspiracies.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok and search for the handle Curly Conspiracies. This podcast is brought to you by Magua Rin Productions. Brooke Sasser is a scriptwriter, host, and researcher. Holly Lowerman is a scriptwriter, host, and researcher. Chris Sasser Photography and Graphic Design. Roundtable Audio Productions. And the theme music is composed by Victor Wayne Music Production in Invado Market. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumba no purchase necessary btw void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus